The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Tyson. This is John. This is Rebecca. This is Nick. This is still Tom. This is Lucas. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Robot Podcast. I was going through my high school stuff, and I found my International Thespian Society card. Acting! <laughs> are, are you doing it? Look I wanted to get her to ask the question. Oh. My, the tables, I've turned them. Fucking got her. <laughs> Lazy Susan. Welcome to the Big Shiny Podcast. This week, we're talking comics with John. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> this evening <laughs> Jonathan tell us what is a comic book if you're gonna do the uh, the NPR yeah voice. the NPR it's yeah. Jonathan Wojtebski <laughs> I mean a lot of people they into they, the mic please they, they they like comic books but tell, like, Whisper tell more. us tell us what is a comic book like what 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 yeah. is? <laughs> oh, love you. You guys seriously didn't do an interview? Do your fucking research. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Sorbo did that at me. Fucking libtards. I really? was I was I had said something about like do you miss like doing TV and he looked at me like, bitch, didn't you see my IMDb? And I was like, nobody saw your Jesus movies. Fuck yeah, face. Exactly. My no buddy's brother wrote it's a uh, Cain and Abel story, and Kevin Sorbo bought it and made it. He wrote this screenplay. Fun fact. What happens? That's fact. not a very high. <laughs> <laughs> what happens? Pretty sure one of them stones the other to death, and, God and that movie marks became him. Mother by Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about comic books instead oh, of Kevin Sorbo. Lordy. Comic books. I want to hear. The you most look excited. like you're having nom flashbacks. This is like the most excited I've been about comic books in a long time. I was you, kind of burning out, to be honest with you. You've been pretty jazzed about it the last Dude, couple like, comics episodes. Dude, both DC and Marvel have switched everything around as far as writing staff. What and it, it is, is, John like just really loves wedding season. <laughs> That's what it is. It's true. Comics. Which is ironic. Cause like, he loves a good I comic book wedding. I hate going to weddings, but I love comic book weddings. <laughs> Actual weddings, I don't want to go to. He imagines himself being there. I tried to get out of my sister's wedding. <laughs> Straight up. I like tried. I was like, oh, mom, everyone's drinking. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I'm ready to be there. I played the sobriety. Yeah, I was gonna say you played the sobriety. hundred percent. I was like, I don't think I'm ready to do this. Like, I'll be there for the ceremony, but I think like as soon as dinner's over, like it's probably best if I just go back home. Oh, and God. she was like, John, you can swallow your bullshit for three hours and go to your sister's. <laughs> she wasn't having any of it. She She's been see. the most supportive out of anyone, and she was like, "No fucking way, you're getting away with it." I'm glad your mom. Can I see stayed the your whole bullshit. time. It wasn't great. I can't imagine it was. Went outside to vape. Some fucking douchey New York Jew guy that's like dating one of my sister's friends is out there hitting a vape pen and starts asking me what I do for a living. And I <laughs> tell him and it's just like 30 minutes of like him like, I'm, I'm not a drug addict. You know, like trying to justify oh, his casual weed story. And I just get sick. Finally, I'm like, do you sit in the dark alone and contemplate killing yourself? And he's like, <laughs> no. And I was like, okay, dude, leave me alone. <laughs> get away from me. You, uh, you just reminded me. 
So one of Emily's coworkers uses the term Jap a lot. Oh yeah. my English god! English American princess. Oh. Yeah. yeah, they were talking about uh, one of Emily's good friends. Yeah, is very much a Jap, and she's horrible. trying to hook her up with a guy that's very okay with that. A Jap, a Jewish American prince? No, just somebody that can tolerate him. <laughs> no, it's uh, what what John said, like your standard New York Jew bro. There's an episode of American Dad where Roger wants to get married so he can have a wedding registry to get this blender. And so he does a search. What a great <laughs> premise. <laughs> so he, he does a search on like J-Date and finds like an over 30 woman and they go out to dinner and he's like, Sherry, will you marry me? And she's like, it's Shari. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, the very first time I went to New York, um, you know, my exposure to the, the, the New York Jew folk. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Okay. Try well, carefully. No, 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 let's no, talk no, about no, comic books. No, no, no. Like, it's, it's been like the stereotypes, right? Speaking of Jews, let's talk about comic books. <laughs> like Seinfeld and all that stuff. And I was like, no way. No way. Corporate America, man. Corporate America. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like, so I wear pants and a hooded sweatshirt year round. And I feel like that is like like I don't buy into any of Judaism, but this is like my ode to like Orthodox <laughs> Jews yeah. wear the suits year round. Yep. Like it's just like, yep. I'll tell you what, kind of yeah. Brooklyn Costco on a Sunday, <laughs> wild. Not not our Sabbath, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're in there. Yep. Exactly. God bless them. Comic books. Yeah. Anyways. Started by a couple of Jews. <laughs> That's true. Um, ten years from now, when I'm famous, someone's gonna find this episode. You're gonna get James Gunn. I'm gonna get James Gunn. Uh, somebody that's been convicted of like an anti-Semite hate crime yep. is gonna find all this, mm-hmm. and then it'll get it'll get you fired from your job. Oh yeah, stuff I say on here, especially the early days, dude. <laughs> is New that York first Jew guest folk not the right term? <laughs> <laughs> Did I miss something? Did I miss something? I. <laughs> Sorry, people in New York of the Jewish persuasion. Just call them Jews. <laughs> Don't make jokes about diddling them. Who's the stand-up comedian where he's like, Jew is the only word where like, <laughs> it's both what the people are and a negative connotation just depending <laughs> on how you say it? Like, oh, there's a couple Jews. There's a couple Jews. <laughs> I, I was listening to a... a comedy podcast and part of his set was um people like say things and then they try to backtrack like oh i was drunk when i said it and so he's like new he's like we don't judge people based on like we don't determine how drunk somebody is based on their racism like (laughs) like (laughs) like hey how much have you had to drink no i'm good man i'm I'm good to drive home yeah what do you think of the jews (laughs) think they run the media give me your keys (laughs) i don't when i get high i get really tired but guys you get some whiskey in me and god do i hate black people it just you know you heard it here first (laughs) here's my thing it brings it out of me that's a thing. I right? don't think. No, I think Damn the drunker yeah. you are is like the more honest you become. And you know that's exactly what it is. It removes the filter, but yeah. it doesn't mean you're not thinking all the thoughts. In, you know? All it's doing is washing away your veneer and revealing the true racist asshole Absolutely. that was always there. Which leads me to a weird thing um, about comics. <laughs> no, I want, all of us trying so hard. One, one quick story. So, in 
I went to Rage Against the Machine when they reunited the first Bush election. And I drove to Wisconsin to see him. And after the show, I needed somewhere to stay. My brother was going to school in Madison. So I show up there and it's like 1.30 in the morning. He's got a bunch of friends in town that he grew up with who I kind of know. I was kind of uninvolved because drugs. But like, I know who they are. I know their names. And I walk in. This one kid is blackout drunk, laying on the floor. Seems unconscious. I walk in. All of a sudden, he pops up, grabs my leg. And he goes, hey, my mom, she's like, and passes back out and <laughs> i don't know what the truth is there i you know like what what does that mean and i ask him every time i've seen him it's probably <laughs> been like 10 years now and he has no idea he denies ever saying it is this part of your tight five no this was it just <laughs> we're talking about the truth coming out in alcohol and like what does um, my mom's laser mean what's fuck does that mean anyways jason aaron like started bright, writing thor again she's bright and focused hey we got to comics jason thor. aaron's writing thor again thor Whoa, cool man thor is back oh jane foster oh, it's is about time. is dead it's and about time we get it's, some, a man in that mantle it's great dude so he wrote a series we talked about many months ago where thor is trying to find a new hammer right. yes right while jane's Depot. going around <laughs> Shut up. And so now he's back in the driver's seat with this series, and Thor has found a million hammers. Home Depot. Iron Man with his armor, that is what Thor has going with his hammers. Oh, shit. Like, there's not enough Uru left to make one big hammer, but they can make a bunch of small hammers that do different things. Keychains. And it's, (laughs) it's super fun. I highly recommend it. So they can't make, like, the all-powerful Mjolnir. No, but they can make, like different types of hammers like for different situations yeah this, this one can hit things really hard this yeah. one has caitlin on it <laughs> but like none of them last they all break down so oh, like okay. he's just going through hammer at one point in the first issue where they're trying to explain how this works um something comes down and he's like i need all the hammers and he has the guy and it just starts like raining hammers and he'll just pick one up and bash something and Holy it breaks shit. and then pick up another one and just keeps going that's pretty baller. It's pretty great. And then they brought back like my favorite character, Thori, the murder dog. What? <laughs> which is from that other Jason Aaron run. He comes across like a dog of hell. And this dog just loves murder. Imagine like Rocket Raccoon <laughs> is a dog and his name's Thori. He named him Thori. I'm just stuck on the talk? name Thori. It's adorable. It talks and it fights with his goat all the time. He got <laughs> what kind of dog is well. it? It looks kind of like just like a pit bull, I would say. Kind of pity. It's pretty Rebecca's great. Like, what? I need to buy the series. I want a murder dog. But yeah, I know the book is pretty great. They definitely took a cue from like Thor Ragnarok. It's quite funny. I LOL'd a couple <laughs> times reading this, which I've never done Guys, with a he's Thor working book. On he's, been playing, he's been playing that, Fortnite. Similar <laughs> yeah. to that story I told you earlier. There's another example I'm getting old. I'm not trying to <laughs> <laughs> Fiddler, as the kids say. What? Fuck it, dog. Life's a risk. Dear oh, God. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyways. I, uh, uh, Stop um, playing Fortnite, John. I have. Okay. I'm back Go to, to Battlefront wo- 2. Go to Woodrocket. Watch Fortnite. <laughs> oh, God. Woodrock. Rebecca really wants to be friends with Woodrocket. I want them to sponsor us. We like them. I don't know why they don't like us. I think you just need to have an honest sit down with them via DMs. <laughs> oh, please slide into Woodrocket's I'm DMs. Slide into their DMs. <laughs> they follow me. I can. 
They f- oh, wow. I know. Anyway. Fancy yeah. Girl. Uh, we're going to bounce over to DC. I don't have a lot to talk about because it's way too much story to go on, but Batman Justice League, which I've been oh. reading forever, like the past year has been the shittiest book where like every week I'm like, I need to drop this and I just don't do it. I forget about it and then I buy another issue. I'm like, maybe it'll get better, but it never does. And then Scott Snyder has been writing Batman for like the last six years, just switched over to Justice League. And it is the coolest fucking thing I've ever read. I've never been more excited about like a multi-character storyline. So what's going on? Too much, dude. I can't. It sums up. Give me the 30,000 foot. Like what's like, what's the big conflict? Oh God. So we had Dark Knight's Metal, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Which was the big storyline that introduces Nth Metal. Plus, like, you go back to Jeff Johns' Green Lantern, like, seven years ago, and that introduces, like, the outer rim of the universe, and it combines those two things, plus the League of Doom, and they just take over. And it's, like, the most hopeless story I've ever read, but it's awesome. Those are are usually the best, though. Picture this. Lex Luthor and the Joker have shrunk themselves down and inserted themselves into the Martian Manhunter and Superman's body. And due to a little bit of magic and outer rim, you now have a Lex Luthor Superman. His face changes, kind of looks like Lex Luthor. And a Joker Martian Manhunter, which is the most upsetting thing I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) But it's awesome. That's where we're at. We're only two issues in, but highly recommend. It sounds so ridiculous, but so great at the same time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to bounce over back to Marvel again. (laughs) I'm going to talk about Mr. and Mrs. X. Yeah, what's at so that is it is my understanding Rogue can't touch nobody. Oh my god. But she's making out again. We're probably gonna be talking about this for the majority of this episode because they address that. <laughs> okay. so this, oh good. Let's get yeah, let's get into the nitty gritty. Everyone this get comfy. Know how they came out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick this book. Like Alan at Nightfly Comics just put it because he's like, it's X Men. John loves everything X Men. I had no intention of reading this. A cause like I like Rogue. I don't really care about Gambit. I don't think either of them can carry like their own book. Um, and this is going to sound bad, so let me get through it. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? But it's written by Kelly Thompson, who's a woman who wrote A-Force and just took over Jessica Jones, now that Bendis has switched over. And truthfully, historically with comics, aside from like a couple of Marjorie Lou books, I haven't really been able to connect with female writers, writing characters. That's fine. This has changed my view. This and a couple other books, which we're going to cover in the weeks to come. Joelle Jones <laughs> just took over a Catwoman. I'm digging the new Captain Marvel. Bunch of shit. Anyways, so I get this book, and I was like, fuck, I'll fucking read one issue and then drop it. And Bullshit, I, you're excited because John loves a good comic book wedding, and this is the result. <laughs> I don't care about the after. I just want to see the wedding. (laughs) So they're married. Book picks up right where the wedding issue ends off. So they're going on the honeymoon, right? Sick. Sick. Beast is like, hey, Rogue, I'm going to help you out. Tosses her an adamantium condom. Nope. uh, (laughs) The serum, dude. A power dampener. Oh, just a dampener though. Nice. He gives her the damp. Well, no, it, it nullifies the powers. Like a condom. And so it just they, feels better without it. <laughs> she puts it on. They go to outer space. He's like, by the way, it's gonna give you a migraine, so don't wear it too long. So we fast forward. They're in outer space. It's just fucking. They've clearly fucked like six times already. 
only six. Right? And I feel I, it's weird that you pulled out a, like an exact number. Like judging, <laughs> they, by reference the mess. they reference it. They reference it. They say it has been. Multi- She's like, all we've done is sit up here in space. And although I've had fun for these six times, like maybe we go down to an alien planet or something, check it out. And he's like, oh shit, I know what that you know, means. Uh, but but stuff. The big thing to take nice. away is when they start talking about leaving, and she's talking about her migraine, and then she's like, "I guess I could go again." And I was like, "Fucking thank you, bro!" Like, from now on, like when my girlfriend's like, mm, "We'll go to headache," and be like, <laughs> "Rogue did it." Rogue fought through that shit. She had to wear a power dampener. Rogue's a fucking superhero. Your girlfriend's a She has no powers. She has no powers. Her powers are dampened. They're gone. If they were dampened, he still couldn't do it. It's a nullifier, a power nullifier. It nullifies the power. She has no power. She's just a regular woman. Any justification he can find. Still having sex. Anyways. You know God damn it. That every, you and the type of guy and all the guys reading this comics who have girlfriends are going to be like, hey, Ro can do it. Why can't you <laughs> do it? frame it and put it above their bed and any time their girlfriends It's just wives. one so more like, impossible like- standard for women that comic books have given me. Guess I what? fully acknowledge it. I'm, that is fine. Guess what? We have a bucket full of excuses. Yeah. Well, I'll. Write Kelly Thompson. Ever <laughs> hey, Kelly. Big fan. Every issue Problem of Mr. Though. and Mrs. X in the letters column. Just wanted hey, to address. it's John again. Uh, <laughs> she threw this at me this week. If you could address that, that'd be wonderful. Sneak that Doesn't in need one. to be Mr. and Mrs. X. You could have Jessica deal with some of this stuff. But Catwoman. Like, I needed an alias or Mr. and Mrs. X. Thank you kindly, your fan, John Watevsky, Salt Lake City, Utah. We have- <laughs> So we fast forward like a couple panels and I couldn't believe it. It is like a full on sex scene. But the word balloon, it's like half orgasm, half laughter. And I was like, huh, Rogue's one of those girls. (laughs) She kind of giggles while she's having an orgasm. And like, you want to think it's flattering, but you're also like, what is happening right now? This doesn't seem normal. What is going on? And so I, I hovered Not on that for a minute. You. I know, I know. It's just like the sensation, like I don't come, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, like it's like my it's brain goes white, and then reality time. comes crashing back in. I'm like, oh my god, what did I just do? <laughs> Put sheets over your body. You're out of shape. You know, like all that stuff. <laughs> so, uh. Turns out it's just a tickle fight. I totally misread the situation. It was just post-coital. He's tickling her. They're playing around. Um, book goes on. You know, problem comes up. And then the last page, Kelly Thompson introduces all of a sudden Deadpool's in this book. And normally I don't like Deadpool, but this last page, like she wrote it so well. It was like that goofy, but I'm in love Deadpool that... I really like, so I'm going to stick with this book. Wait, he's in love with Rogue? In love with Rogue. Oh, Rogue boy. all of a sudden gets teleported away, wakes up from like her blackout, and she's in bed with Deadpool. And he's like, hey, That's how the book Rogue. ends? Holy That's shit. how the first issue ends. Uh... Yeah. That took a lot out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Rogue would. Without um, her power dampener. You want to talk about Spider-Man? Yeah, we can talk about Spider-Man. Yeah. Um... Our boy Miles Morales turned seven today. What? 
Like seven seven year, years. Seven years ago, our soft oh. boy Miles Morales was introduced into the world. Is it really only seven years mm-hmm. ago? Feels like forever. Feel like yeah. I've watched that kid turn into a man. <laughs> I, I just don't know why that fucking movie's taking so goddamn long to come. I, know, I want right? it now. I know that's the thing. Like every time I see anything about it, like oh, they the release Spider Verse. Like yeah. Oh, dude, when they announced Nicholas Cage, yeah. John Mulaney, Spider Ham. Yeah. Right. Peter Porker. <laughs> they released a new trailer this week, and I was like, I want this movie. God damn it. Yeah, now. and I saw a trailer in theaters like six months ago, so and I thought it was like coming out in like two weeks, you know? And but I can't I get a goddamn Captain Marvel trailer? No, they're doing it just to piss you off. Yeah, at this point, it's directly. It's your to fault. You. Yeah. So you, the new still that they released, just real quick, sorry, you're on the fine. Spider-Man. No, you're one, fine. I was just trying to get us uh, on track. <laughs> um, they released a thing like uh, so that the Peter Parker that's in it, you know, kind of the old older disheveled one um he's got like multiple spider-man suits kind of like iron man style yeah and it shows him showing miles his suits that he's got in there it's pretty rad that's Sorry. pretty rad Continue. i was gonna make a dick joke um <laughs> no so i picked up issues one and two of the nick spencer ryan otley spider-man um number one was great and it's like you can very much tell that they're just gonna have he's going to be like Peter Parker's life sucks. Like everything goes bad for him, but they've got him live in. Oh, what's the fucking guy's name? The villain that his is his roommate. Oh my God. I just uh, spaced on it. Yeah. I want to say boomerang. And I know that's, DC I think no, that, and no it's not right. I think it's a slingshot. I think it's boomerang. Sling blade. Like everybody hates him. Like all the other superheroes in New York fucking hate him. Um, he got uh, well. So Kingpin a- is mayor of New York right now. Oh shit! Which has him. been an awesome Daredevil run, by the way. But he has outlawed all superheroes. But then gave Spider-Man this award because, like, even though he his nemesis is Daredevil, like he fucking hates Spider-Man. Yeah. He's like, when Spider-Man isn't working with people, he is vulnerable. He's gotten comfortable being a part of all these teams. So he gives him this key to the city, and everyone has turned on Peter Parker. So not only is like his personal life absolute shit, but his superhero life, which used to be like the one good thing, is absolute shit. However, for the first time in like I maybe seven years, it feels like a decade. But he is back with Mary Jane Watson. Now that's that's got to be a decade. It's been a it's while been a for time. sure. Yeah, way long. Time. By the way, when it, they... it is boomerang. It is okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah, sweet. like. Uh, Aunt May's fucking pissed off at him. Why? Uh, somebody, so he has a paper that gets published, and he's got his graduate degree. But um, Doc Ock wrote the paper and got his graduate degree for him well, while he, he was, was the inside Superior Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh. And so this lady he went to school with creates this like super like space time yeah. like plagiarism detector, and <laughs> he's, literally he's literally got this <laughs> job as like the tech head writer for the Daily Bugle, and he goes to report on it, and she's like, Peter, we actually took one of your papers and ran it through the machine. And he's like, oh, that's great, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you don't have a master's or like, doctorate yeah, they, anymore. It's there, so this is obviously plagiarism. It was obviously written by Dr. Otto Octavius. We're taking away your graduate degree. He gets fired from his job. Yikes. And then Aunt May is like fucking pissed at him. Yikes. She's like, that guy I used to date, you stole his papers? Yeah, I was going to say, didn't yeah. Aunt May like, yeah. almost marry Yeah. Him? So he's just, his life sucks right now. Hmm. I, I think it's, uh, they keep, they do that pendulum swing every so so many years, right? Because I remember just a couple years ago, 
Spider-Man's thing was like he had his uh, he had his company, right? That was just this past year. That's that been just, the yeah. last year and a half or so. He's yeah. had Parker Industries. Yeah, that Parker co- Industries completely crumbled at the end of uh, Dan Slott's run. So they like to take him up to the highs and the low. Like, oh it's yeah, just pendulum just constantly swinging back and forth. But like with the low, it was like he's gonna be happy. He doesn't have all this other responsibility. He can just get back to basics. He's got a nice job, and like got that's how they introduce. And then it's like gone almost immediately. Like of course. you think you're gonna have like at least six issues of like life's going all right, and it is just shit right off the bat. And oh. he's like, oh, I got this cushy job, and yeah, I've got this roommate who's a fucking pain in the ass, but I did it on purpose so I can go after him and keep an eye on just him. shit. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty solid. And then he gets a job as a TA at the school, and who is he TAing for? Dr. Kirk Connors, the lizard. I was going to say the lizard guy. The lizard. He's still around? He is around. He's figured out a way to like switch back and forth between lizard and human and remain in control when he's in lizard. So is he a good But Peter doesn't know that. So first day of class, he's like, the lizard's in here, but I can't let anyone know my secret identity. Let me mix all these chemicals together, create an explosion. Beats up the lizard, and then the lizard's like, hey, I'm just trying to make a living. Just a mad lizard oh, trying God. to get a paycheck. Like in the Flintstones. It's a living. <laughs> My face fucking hurts from this episode. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, what about Mrs. X. I, know. <laughs> I, I literally read that right before I came over here. and I was like, gold. This is <laughs> jackpot. <laughs> um, what about Batman number 51? Did you want to talk about that? Oh, another post-wedding issue. Oh, boy. Yeah. So they didn't get married. What? Catwoman was like, I realize if I marry you, you're actually happy. And Batman, there is no Batman if Bruce Wayne is happy. (laughs) And so I'm leaving. Isn't there some like long con that's like they set it all up? Bane has been moving the pieces. She was not a part of that as far as we know. Um, And so now he's just like the biggest dick of a batman you've ever seen you know (laughs) like he's super heartbroken so he's just being ruthless and this issue is pretty unique because like the whole first half is like he's taking out uh mr freeze for like murdering people and like forces a confession out of him and then all of a sudden you like fast forward and bruce wayne is on the jury for the trial of mr freeze and batman is like i fucking forced him to do this but because I've made this dude into such a villain over the years, they're going to convict him without a heartbeat. So now it's Bruce Wayne, the millionaire who everyone thinks is totally aloof to like normal life, who's actually Batman and realizes he did something wrong, has to con- convince this whole jury that Victor Freeze, who has murdered people in the past, is actually innocent of these murders and not get a life sentence. So it's like a 12 Angry Men. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, this is super... It's a Batman 12 Angry Men crossover. Yeah. What the people have been asking for. Dude, it's pretty unique. I've never seen this, and I've read a ton of Batman. Like, you get hints of that throughout comics, like with Matt Murdock, you know, convicting the people he beats up or defending them. But, like, I don't know. This is a new area for Batman specifically. Right. So that's that's all. I, I think got. that's kind of that's part of the fun, though. It's like uh, I know you haven't played the second season, but the Telltale Batman game, where you get yeah. to approach certain things either as Batman or Bruce Wayne, and the conundrum that that causes. Kind of cool to see that in the comics. Yeah, 
I that game downloaded by the way. I just looked and it's just sitting there. I'm gonna start playing it. Please play it and then text me about it. I, will. I have no one to talk <laughs> okay. with about yeah, it. And it's I'll get so on good. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, any other comics? I mean, that's really all I got for this. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out our sponsors. Thanks, Rebecca. This episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes.